Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as The Talk Show for Talkers. And we look forward to your comments, questions and feedback. And indeed, we look at those as evaluations. You can also listen to previous shows from this season also on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership. So look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melamphy and I'm joined this week by the prolific, persuasive, passionate, passionate, is that all, all I men. is? That, is that all I am, Ted? Well, uh, have you only got three words to say well, about I, me? I think I called prolific. you parsimonious one time, but I said yeah. something not knowing what the meaning of it was. And someone else called me pernickety. <laughs> he did it so not. It, anyway, I'm Paul O'Mahony, and I I'm here again. Pernickety at all, Paul. Right. Well, whether you agree or disagree, these are words you know that other people think. Yeah, well, very good, and you're very honest yeah. to uh, own up to that. It's a delight to be here with you, Ted. And There's like just and the two of us. Just the two of us. Right. It really Great. is. It's an all-male cast. An all-male cast, isn't that? We want to be careful, no, because we know we're transmitting to 50-50, so we have is males. Is Toastmasters 50-50? Well, no, but I'd imagine that you have ladies listening as well as gentlemen listening. I should hope Toastmasters, so. Toastmasters, I should hope so. I too, hope yeah. we have women as well as men. Ah, I hope so, definitely, yeah. yes. These are the people who work on intuition all the time. We need their advice. So on today's show, we have the usual mix of a thought for the week, a word of the week. We will, or we may not, but we will. We may delve into the magazine. I think we should. Yeah, and in I the talk section, you're going to be giving us a Toastmasters diary. Yeah, it? I want to talk about the Toastmasters yeah, that's diary. That's interesting. That's yeah. That should be good, and that will become a resident on the show then. Well, wait till you hear what I have to say about okay. it, because I'm actually talking about something that Toastmasters can sell. Interesting. The diary. Yes, very good. That sounds good, Paul. That sounds we'll really good. We'll come on to this now. It's not going to be contesting with the Toastmasters magazine or anything like I that. I know the it? magazine is a monthly publication. That's true. This so is an annual diary. Oh, this, an annual wait, or no. weekly? Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about... Now, hold on. You're trying to draw me in. <laughs> That'll, that will come in a later part of the show. Okay. Oh, that's, oh, that's fair enough, yeah. So you're going to... You've just whetted our appetite to stay with you for the four segments of this show this week, I hope, listeners, that once we get through the first segment, that you will be looking forward to listening to the second segment plus the third and the fourth segment also. We haven't got a guest interview, but we certainly have a motivational, inspirational talk by a wonderful character, an actor who would be on on my top three actors, wonderful uh, individual, and he's got some beautiful words. And I can understand why this particular individual would give us such a motivational, because just to look at this person is, is nearly motivating in itself. My thought for the week is if we did the things we are capable of we would astound ourselves that was given to us by thomas edison oh the light bulb man 
Yes, oh, and yes. amongst other things, Paul. Well, there we are. So if we did all the things that we are able Cap- to do... Capable of, yes, are able to do, yeah, we would astound ourselves. But tell me, Ted, something that you're able to do, that if you did it, you would astound yourself. Good question. It's Actually, easy you, to ask them. It's you, harder it, to answer it is. them. Well, I, I'll tell you, you know, something, that I walked into Toastmasters all on my own. I didn't have somebody bring me by the hand. I didn't have someone advising me about it because as an international communications organisation, we're not very good at getting the word out there as to what Toastmasters is. Something I cannot understand. Most of the people that I've met in the, in the couple of clubs that I'm involved with, most of those members would have come in with somebody else. So they came with a friend or they, they came with a husband or a wife, so they came along to, to experience from that point of view. But I oh, just walked into Toastmasters, I suppose really, because it was very convenient. I live in Blarney and it's in Blarney. Well, I live just outside Blarney. But that, I astounded myself when I actually did that. And it is only since you asked the question, oh, that was the first one that jumped out at me. It brings to my mind the idea that, you know, how much of our human potential do we realise during the short lifetime we have? Yes, yes. How much of it? Almost like how much of our brain do we use? Yes. We've got a big brain. Everybody says we use a small amount of it. Fraction of it, yes. No matter who you are. Mm -hmm. We have a short life. We have all sorts of potentials. And we end up passing away not having completed all the things we intended to complete. So I suppose in that sense, I don't know, what what do I have the ability to do that I'm not doing already? I suppose you could say I have the ability to fly a supersonic jet, but I haven't done it yet. Mm. Now, how do I know I have the ability to, uh, to fly a supersonic jet? Well, I don't know, so maybe that's a bad example. Well, this is the thing, and if you look at if you look at the individual who gave us that talk, that if we did the things we are capable of doing, we would astound ourselves. This man was an inventor, mm. so he didn't realise he could do them until he actually succeeded in doing what he wanted to do. So, and I think that's an important one. We get a lovely saying from him: "Was it 999 times he failed?" before eventually he cracked it. I think, you can, the you, bulb. I think you can make up any figure you like Probably, because it's a, yeah. one of these stories told about this supervisor who came yeah, in and said, yes. boss, we failed again, we failed. Yes. And Edison says, nonsense. We now know 5,000 ways of not making a light bulb. Yeah, so you see the thing about Thomas Edison, he must have had wonderful patience and endurance. Because he did not look on it as a failure. He looked on it as an opportunity for learning. And that's the way it should be looked at. Anybody who never made a mistake didn't make much. It's by mistakes we learn. If you do things correctly, the very first time you're shown it, whether you be in a job or whether you're after being given something to do, if you do it correctly the first time, you don't learn anything. Well, if you watch a young child learning to walk and you were to count the number of times they fall down, you would realise that it is humans learn by trial and error. Mm-hmm. Just watch a little infant from the beginning. How many times do they fall? Hundreds of times. 
before we're able to be solid on our feet. Wonderful analogy, actually. And I often say that as a person who stands in front of people and delivers courses, I often say we can learn from the smallies because they do things instinctively, whereas we do things out of bad habit sometimes. Whereas... Well, you can speak for yourself and your bad habits, <laughs> but I don't think we should bring your okay. bad habits well, into I, the show. Well, what I was referring to there, just to, just to clear the air, that people wouldn't pick up the wrong idea or the wrong impression. When I, when I mention that, I'm speaking specifically about manual handling. If you watch a right. child who's just learning to walk, yeah. pick a toy from the ground, that child will pick that up perfectly to bend the knees to lift with the legs to hug it into itself and to turn the feet in the direction that they have to go rather than what we do bending our backs and then when we straighten up with the load we twist instead of turning so that's what i mean and the reason that small children will do that instinctively is that the head being the heaviest part of the body if they were to bend over like you and i from bad habits they would literally fall over so instinctively they know how to do it correctly well you know that's a terrific segue on to uh, from safety to the kind of occupation you're involved in you Mm. see you're involved in a very salubrious occupation as a health and safety person a very salubrious and that's the word of the uh, of this week how do you spell salubrious listeners this isn't a quiz s-a-l-u-b-r-i-o-u-s 16th century word but never mind And when I say that Ted was involved in a salubrious activity, it is because as a a health and safety trainer, you're involved in a very health-giving activity. Mm -hmm. So something that is health-giving, very good for you, good for your health in particular, is salubrious. So it's very salubrious to go off to the island of Mallorca and lie in the sun after a tough year. So that's an example of how you can use the word salubrious, health-giving, health-promoting. It's a beautiful word, isn't it? So you've just given the, the definition of it and the explanation of it. It's like onomatopoeia. It's such a beautiful word. It must be something good. Ubrious, yeah. Ubrious. So yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. Nice. There's another meaning of it too, which is to say that an area is very fancy, somewhere very classy, somewhere very fancy so you Ted live in a very salubrious area I understand I haven't been to your house now but I understand that your place is very upmarket very agreeable very fashionable and highly expensive so that really is what salubrious is and even if you don't live in a salubrious area I would guess that your house is very salubrious. Well, that's a good guess, Paul. I don't know whether I could agree with you or not. It certainly isn't upmarket and very expensive. It wouldn't fall into those brackets. Now, don't give too much information to the <laughs> listeners, you know. they're All just right. We're talking about the word for the week. <coughs> so well, shall we pull this section together? Well, and then, we Ted? encourage our listeners to use that word at their next Toastmasters meeting. Salubrious. Salubrious. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4pm Dublin time. Check on our website irishtalkers.com for more information.